Welcome to Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. I'm Natalia Schneemler and I'm here to teach you how to finally stop fighting with him and love him like crazy because we all want to love our boys and I am here to help you. Listen up and find out how. Hey guys, how are you all doing? I'm so excited. I'm just uh, applying for the Russian passport. I decided to make a trip there whenever COVID allows and whenever my passport's done. So it could be a year from now, it could be six months from now, whenever. I'm so excited. My grandma, my babushka, called me from uh, Russia last week. We had a nice chat and she said, when are you coming? And I think that was like the last drop that I needed to to start the documents going because I've been thinking of going for a while. And the last time I was there was 13, I think 13 years ago. Um, and so I'm so excited to reconnect with everyone there and just to go and whenever that does happen, hopefully I go with my mom. So anyway, so I'm excited about that. That's what I'm doing this morning is getting all the things ready. And another thing happened that, uh, with my, one of my boys that kind of gave me a little, a little or like a really big breakthrough that I wanted to share with you guys. But before I do, I wanted to kind of address something that, um, you know, if you guys have been listening to my podcast um, for a while, then you might be wondering, you know, sometimes I talk about things that are completely seem to be completely unrelated to fighting with your son. And my podcast name is, you know, Stop Fighting With Your Son. And I wanted to kind of uh, explain my reasoning for that. And, and so that it's, you know, because it's obvious to me, it might not be obvious to you. And the reason why sometimes I talk about things, like last week I talked about how um, you can change... Um, what did I talk about last week? <laughs> uh, like, I remember I talked about, the you know, upgrading your life binary, right? Maybe that was two weeks ago. And how is that related to you and your son, Right. Well, for me, the way I look at relationships in life, it is directly related to like how you treat yourself is exactly how you would treat someone else, right? We all know that, right? But I literally think it applies to like how you view your life, like with binary, right? If however you would view an event in your life, uh, through whatever, whichever lens is would be the same way you would look at your son, right? So if you think everything is dramatic and terrible and you could do better, then when something happens with your son, you're going to react in a similar way to whatever happens with him, right? So uh, it's just, I think, how your attitude towards life, your attitude towards yourself, your relationship with other people, your relationship with yourself will... Uh, will affect how you are with your son like it will just it will be the same thing right so and this and it goes the other way around however you are with your son is probably how you are being with yourself and when I say with yourself I want you to picture a little kid that is in you that's you and because how we treat that little kid in you is how you would treat your son, right? So in my view, everything is is kind of like a mirror of each other. So how you treat you is how you treat your son. How you treat your son is how you treat you. And so if I do an episode that's 
is talking all about you and your well-being and how you could you know feel better how you could love yourself more i it is implied that it would just transfer to your relationship with your son as you work on your relationship with you okay so i just wanted to kind of preface it for all my episodes and like have it like be applied copy paste to all of them you know if if it's i'm not talking about your son i still whatever you do in your life will be affected will affect all of your relationships with your son, your husband, everyone, right? So uh, that's my thinking and that's why I often talk about you and improving your life and uh, how you could love yourself more. So um, with one of my boys, I had, I've been having like this bedtime routine that uh, basically, and he's one of the older ones. I'm not going to say which one, just I'm trying to like, protect their privacy I'm, I should try better and I'm gonna start doing that with kind of more of a anonymous thing right because they're growing um, so with one of my boys as I've been putting them to bed one of them has been wanting more and more uh, of my time and um, there would come a point in the bedtime where I would think it would be it's not reasonable I'm like this is too much now and uh, I don't want to stay any longer. This has been enough. And what would happen? The boy would get upset. And then what uh, my reaction to that would be tolerance. I would tolerate it for a while and try to fix how he was feeling because, you know, I want him to know that I love him, right? But he's like acting as if he forgot. Um, and so after a while, I would be intolerant of his emotion. And he, he was being sad or upset or disappointed that I'm leaving. And so that would be going on and on and on. And recently I just had this breakthrough where I realized that when when I do leave, when I am intolerant of his emotion, of him being sad, the way that I was doing it, and I'm not saying that you know when you do that, that's you doing the wrong thing, but you always have to kind of like check your reason. Like, so the reason why I was being intolerant of his emotion, um, I because I was judging it in a way like that's too much. He shouldn't be sad or he shouldn't be upset. And I was literally leaving sometimes, and I was doing it for the both of us, right? So I don't kind of snap. But I realized that there is the way that he could be interpreting it is that I am abandoning him or I'm like, he's not good enough when he's feeling that way. And anyway, this is all could be like, this is all me imagining it in my head. But here's the lesson that I've learned for me that I was actually doing that for myself with my inner child, okay? So for example, when I was disappointed that I didn't get something as a grown-up this recently, I was not allowing myself to show that disappointment to others or myself. I didn't want to admit that disappointment because I was judging it as not good. I was judging it. I was, the way I was doing it, I was like turning my back on myself when I was feeling that. And that version, that is kind of like a version of you abandoning a part of you which felt terrible, right? So I must say, right, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that like why people say you should feel your emotions. Well, this is exactly why, because when I was not, when I was turning my back on me 
feeling disappointed, I was abandoning that part of me that needed attention. There's like that kid in me that didn't get the ice cream that she wanted, that is upset and disappointed, and I was basically saying, no, I'm fed up with your disappointment, like, enough is enough, you should not be feeling disappointed. And that created feeling of not safety, right? I didn't feel safe to feel this emotion, so I was trying not to feel it, (coughs) right? So... And the safety, I didn't feel safe to take care of myself. I was like, well, I don't even know if I'll, if, you know, if I'm not gonna even allow myself to feel this disappointed, I'm not gonna, gonna even honor what's actually going on for me. I don't know who I can rely on. Like, if I can't rely on myself to be there for me when I'm feeling shitty, then like no one else will do that for me, right? Like, cause ultimately we're the ones to do that for ourselves, right? because no one else if 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 someone else does it for us it's not gonna do anything unless we actually do that for ourselves right like so if someone is honoring our disappointment the only way we get to feel the effect of it is that we actually do it with them we're like oh right yes i i agree with you i am disappointed i see it i'm here for me in this disappointment so Doing this, like seeing this, what I was doing with my son and seeing how insecure he felt about our relationship, it's something clicked. I was like, oh, so the loving thing for me to do, like what would the love do, right? So I, and I'm not saying you should always stay with your son until he's happy. Like you could leave from a place of love. You could be like, I love you and I love myself and you know what? I'm leaving, right? And that would feel very differently because you would be at peace. You would not be running away from his emotion. You would not be feeling restless. You would not be feeling annoyed like I was, right? I was kind of like, oh my God, like, you know, I've done everything I can. Like I was trying to fix his emotion because it was not, I was not good enough. It was like, this is, you know, enough is enough. You, You felt disappointed now or upset. Now you need to like be happy. And so because I felt not at peace with with the whole situation, me leaving was coming not from love. It was coming from irritation and just being pissed off. So, um, so, okay, so if we're acting from love, right, what would love do? You could leave if you feel like, okay, me staying is not going to be out of love. Or I could actually, if I am feeling love towards him, I could understand what's going on. And this is what I did. Like, whenever yesterday or the day before I was like oh poor kid feels like I'm have abandoned him for several times in these situations when he was feeling sad so he's wanting he's like testing it right if I feel sad now is she going to leave and of course as I would want to be there for myself for my own inner child you know, like kind of put my hand on my chest and be like, oh, I'm here for you. Like, oh, I hear you're upset. You didn't get what you wanted. Like, I I honor that you're feeling that way. That's okay. It's totally fine. Then I wanted to do the same for my son. And I did it and it felt amazing for me. And he got the message, right? And so as I'm viewing it now, it's rebuilding trust with with someone, right? So he might do this a few more times until... Every, so to, to test, right? Like, oh, if I 
have like negative emotion is my mom going to leave or is she going to stay and love me right same the same thing with me and my inner child every time I have like negative emotion that I don't want to feel am I going to honor that that's where I'm at and allow it and feel it and and like not judge it as bad and and am I going to stay there and be there for myself instead of abandoning and so each time as I do this as I choose to be there for myself I build trust with myself that I will be there for myself right and once we have that trust built there's nothing that we cannot do or we won't do for ourselves right so this is kind of like will spread into your relationship with food, with commitments, with goals, with other people, with and all coming from your relationship with yourself. Okay, so I hope this was not too confusing, but basically your relationship with your inner child, your inner you, little girl or boy that's in there, how you treat her or him is exactly how you would treat your kid. And vice versa. So with whatever way is easier for you to access that, if you don't work on your relationship with your inner kid, then the relationship with your son won't change much because the the kind of the cause and the root of everything has not been addressed, right? So it's just the symptoms mostly, right? Like how you how you treat others are kind of like the symptoms or the downflow of how you treat yourself. All right, so basically how you like specifically applying this practically in everyday life, what are you not feeling? What are you not wanting to admit or not to feel, right? What are you not wanting to talk about? That is the part that you are not, that is like the kid that you're banishing, you're like, oh, I'm only going to talk to my kid and like take care of it as long as it's happy, as long as it's doing what it should be doing, as long as it's eating well, as long as it's exercising well, as long as it's doing its homework. But if it's upset, I'm just going to ignore it. If it's whining, I'm going to ignore it. If it's whatever, whatever, whatever. If it's not doing what it should be, oh my gosh, I'm totally going to lash out at it, right? That's how we treat each other, ourselves, right? I mean... I know that for sure for me, right? Like it's the exact conditions we put on it. Like I'm only going to love me if I do all these conditions. All right. So that is what I have for you this week. I hope you guys are having a great week and um, I look forward to speaking with you all again. I want to extend an invitation for any one of you who wants to join me and do this work on themselves and loving themselves and their inner child unconditionally. And the way that we approach it with working with me is we take it to very specific practical things that, like, for example, like if you're avoiding, uh, if whatever like what thoughts do you have about yourself that are um are conditions for you to love yourselves we like find them and find them in the form of a sentence and then we know our roadmap to kind of take them and convert them into the path to loving yourself right <laughs> oh gosh i hope i'm not confusing you but this is just what's coming out of me but so yeah so 
you can just email me at natalia at coachingnatalia.com. I would love to hear from you. And I hope you are being nice to yourself today. Give yourself a big hug and tell yourself all the amazing things you did and are. Okay? I love you. Bye. Bye.